third to your mother it's time for another episode of birds with friends just some high flying ran fast vertical stems of professors from Penn watching eagles eating pray like pazookies on birthdays it's philadelphia marissa bowen zach kicking it cooler than three penguins till zach runs off with his valet keys he's a real nuanced goose pull up a branch get loose it's time for some juice on some birds with friends the early bird gets the worm but prefers getting turned like a turn on some birds with friends Marissa Bowen, Zach are here to squawk. Don't miss the mistress talk on some. Zach, for the fourth time in franchise history, the Eagles are going to the Super Bowl. Eagles Chiefs are ripe with storylines. Two best teams in the Prince NFL Prince Tegu-Winogo revenge game. <laughs> There's so many factors in place for Bo to make the media enemy. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to Burns with Friends from Radio Crow. Superb Owl Week is here. Bo Wolf, Zach Berman, and you can see... If you're watching on YouTube, we are joined at the top, leading things off for this monumental week by Lindsay Jones. What's up, guys? From no longer the athletic? No longer the athletic, okay. but I heard the little athletic uh, music at the beginning, and I was like, oh. did a little something? Yeah, made my tummy like flutter a little bit. I don't okay. Know. So, we our loss. That. Lindsay, how many? Oh, I mean, obviously. Yeah. I mean, well, the, 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 I think we need to establish that for our audience. That we're yeah. leading, leading off with yeah. it tells you. Well, I'm so excited to make my Birds with Friends debut. Long time listener, first time. Long time, time. Sorry to hear that. Right? Appreciator. Um, <laughs> the the uh, the feeling is mutual. Um, you uh, you you play a very important role this week, which we're going to talk about. But first, how many Super Bowls is this for you? Okay, so I think this is. Although I will say, I'll preface this: I'm not going to go to the game. Okay. So I don't know if I technically can count this. Oh, I think sure it counts. you can. Uh, You're here, yeah. I yeah. think it's it's either 13 or 14. Okay. My first one was 2008. So I did 2008, uh, the season. So like the 2008, okay. 2009 seasons. And then what, I who missed. Who was that? Uh, it was, that was the Steelers Cardinal, Cardinals. Steelers yeah. Cardinals. Okay. Yeah. And then Colts Saints. Mm-hmm. And then I missed two. Okay. I missed the one in Dallas. And then I missed Indy. Okay. And then I've been to all of them since. Okay. That's a good so, show. What's your favorite site? Um, I mean, it's really hard to top New Orleans. Okay. I mean, New, or- I New Orleans kind of like has everything. I'm also really kind of, I'm old uh, I, d- I don't like go to a ton of the parties and stuff. I kind of just well, want stuff to be you're convenient. You're a working journalist yeah. too. Yeah, I, mean. I kind of want stuff to be convenient. Like sure. I want to be able to walk to stuff. So actually. In Minneapolis then for you? I mean, <laughs> Minneapolis, fantastic. Fantastic. <laughs> like, I, had, like, I had some really good meals in Minneapolis. Uh, if, yeah, if it wasn't like the food negative. Court. And the outside of <laughs> the food court. Although being able to like order Shake Shack and just walk there and pick mm. it up was pretty fantastic. Everything in the same place. It I, was. It wasn't bad. So logistically that was great. Um, but like LA last year was mm. Mm, not fantastic. <laughs> the last time you spent on shuttle buses. But, I mean, New Orleans is pretty – it's hard yeah. to top New Orleans because okay. uh, for all the factors, convenience, food, parties, uh, yeah. Weather. Yeah. Weather's yeah. good. Last time we were there, Beyonce did the halftime show. Yeah, that's better. Turned, now, knocked out the power. How many Rihanna songs <laughs> do you think you could name? Because Zach, oh. Zach came in at a, uh, a big old zero. Oh, week. really? Yes. Oh, yeah, definitely more than zero. Although now I'm going to get nervous about it. Yeah, but I mean, one I of the f- one is at least. Well, say, well one of the fun things about working at The Ringer is mm. that I'm going to be editing a story this week about Rihanna. Okay. Which is cool. So I'm going to learn a lot about Rihanna in the next now, few days. Now, in terms of working at The Ringer, um, who is your least favorite <laughs> writer, would you say, to, to edit? <sighs> well, I could probably make I, two guesses. <laughs> I know you're trying. I know. We, I know we agreed that we were going to make kind of shield together. Not we. We. Not, I, okay. I don't want to. Not we. Um, I, I Sheila's a joy to edit. 
Okay. Yeah. It, I'm, he's sloppy way ahead. copy or? Oh, super clean. Okay. Super clean. Files on time. Files on time. He better. He, he, he writes once a week. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is well, that bad to say? No, that's good. Okay. Uh, and he's he's taught me a lot about the Eagles, which is which is fantastic. He's taught so. me a lot about the Eagles too. So. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, he filed me like forty five hundred words yesterday, but like ten hours yeah. early. It was brilliant. I saw twenty five things. The twenty five. Yeah, we threw out some other numbers, mm. but. We figured 25 was... Okay. He tweeted I that... I had a chance to read it, yeah. yeah. I didn't realize he wasn't here yet, because I, I, I was, I was going to text him, you're also up at 4.30 in the morning, but he's back home. He was in Philly time, so 6.30 on his time. Mm, yes. Okay. Well, uh, we, we teased that you are playing a very important role this week. You are the pool reporter for the Eagles. Um, can you, first of all, explain what the pool reporter sure. is um, for, for the Eagles fans who might not know, and, and really anybody? Yeah, so... The practices are closed Super Bowl right. week, but kind of in a way, a little bit of transparency mm. is that um, negotiated through the Pro Football Writers of America, and then also there's broadcast, the broadcasters get to go in. So there'll be a designated pool reporter for the NFC and AFC who go to practice and then provide a pool report, which would not be the same thing that I would be writing if I was just like sure. writing the article. It's it's a little bit of a different process and it feels kind of weird to do it because like it has to get reviewed, mm-hmm. which is not something that we typically, I don't typically send Bob Lang my copy because <laughs> I'm assuming you don't. We, we like Bob Lang, but like I don't yeah. typically like let him review. We don't have I let him write paragraphs at a time sometimes, but yeah, never review <laughs> you don't the copy. CC yeah. it and call him Mr. Editor right. or anything, <laughs> um, anything like that. Ooh. <laughs> Straight, straight, all over the place today. Um, but yeah, basically it's, you know, you kind of go and just see what's happening. Mm-hmm. You can generally what happens, it's you care about who's practicing, right? Right. Who's there, what's, what are spirits like? And you can learn a lot of stuff too. You just can't really like right. report it. Uh, but, but you can filter what you have learned through back channels yeah, and you to s- people who you've worked with before, who you're friendly with. Sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we could maybe work on a side deal. We'll see. I don't know. I'll probably lose my lose my spot if I do that. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I think, you know, Peter King has done it a lot. Jared Bell from USA Today did it last year. Um, and, you know, when Peter King has done it a lot of times, like, you'll see nuggets of it mm. in his Monday morning column. Uh, yeah. He can kind of get away with some stuff that the rest of us might not okay. be able to. But generally, my goal there this week is to be able to learn as much as I can about the Eagles from watching some practices, but then also provide enough info that you guys are covering the team on a sure, daily yeah. basis can have a sense of, like, okay, what was going on out there um, you know, who was, who was practicing, who sure. wasn't practicing. If there's an issue, we were talking about this before the show, like what's up with Landon Dickerson? Mm-hmm. Like, is he limited? Is he not practicing a day? Like those are notable things. And those are all fair game in a pool report. Where guys are lining up, not fair game, probably. <sighs> not really. I mean, I think I would be really curious who did, who like the NFC pool reporter was last time the Eagles were in the Super Bowl. I believe Bowl. it was Jenny Rentas. Was it Jenny? Yeah, I believe so. And then Kim Martin was AFC? Or maybe it was the or other. could have been the other way around. Okay. Yeah, but like somebody surely saw Philly Special in practice. Well, no. Right? So, so that's interesting, not, actually. So because of that, they ran it in their hotel ballroom during oh, walkthrough. Okay. Um, because for that very yeah. reason, they did not want anything uh, leaked Nothing. out. Yeah. So you, know, I mean, we're really like it, that's a good, and, that's a good callback. And I'm still for three more days or four more days. I'm still president of the pro football writers. So like I take done a great job, by the way, well, thank this you. was a tough year. Yeah. Um, it's been a rough couple, yeah. 
couple a couple seasons. Glad yeah. this year that we were largely back we to regular think. access. Yes. Um, but like our I, job is literally so much better because of you. Like well, that, that, that's well not, there I mean, were a lot of people. I'm not even pandering to you here. I'm, I'm being completely honest. I mean, We've was, talked about being back yeah. in the locker room. I mean, I've been able to tell like now, you know, I haven't been writing as much this year now that I'm in an editing job, but so I'm reading, I think I'm reading so much mm. more and just the coverage across the entire league. Um, and I hope that fans have seen that too. And readers have been able to see why this matters yeah. and everybody I want to talk about like our whole business, like, and especially like the writer group made the best of 2020 and 2021. I mean, but we were all just kind of faking it, right? Like where you were yes. doing the best you could in phone calls and yes. trying to get any nuggets, but like, it's such a difference when you can sit down and talk to somebody or walk up to somebody in a locker room. And I'm so excited to be back kind of to normal Super Bowl media access after two years ago, strictly virtual. Okay. Last year, there was one day of in-person and it was these like risers that were like 15 feet away and couldn't really get, you couldn't really get anything. So tonight at media night, it's like, you can like go talk to these assistant coaches. Mm -hmm. And it's awesome, especially for like beat guys who like you can get assistant coaches during the year, but like you can you can just like hang out with Jeff Stoutland tonight. He might not like it, but you can. He likes Zach though. <laughs> he likes Zach. <Okay. laughs> no, Bo's an appreciator of backup offensive linemen. So you and Yeah, Stout but you guys have had a moment, so you know. But that's the other thing too, is like you can go hang out with like the whole second string offensive line my, and like, that's my dream yeah. learn <laughs> some is, really cool yeah. stuff like those are the people of the best stories backup quarterbacks have the best stories no doubt i think we literally are the official podcast of backup offensive <laughs> linemen considering our producer is married to a backup offensive line well, only Fair. for now yeah. i mean well, I, yeah, I think they're going to stay married, soon. but I think that yes. he's going to not be a backup for long. That's all. I agree. Uh, yeah. Well, and, this, and he's deserving of being a starter. This is, this is the Michael Dunn fan club. So it's. Yes. It's, I agree. <laughs> Zach, what do you think are uh, in terms of like things that Lindsay will be able to report? What are things? Yeah. That, what do you guys so, want me to look for? So here's a, a, uh, a very under the radar thing that only like maybe the beat writers and the true sickos will be interested in is who is holding on field goals mm. and who, because they essentially have a punter competition this week. Um, See, I definitely would yeah, have watched. I would so, not have watched this. So, so this is hugely beneficial. So Aaron yeah, Sipos, so Aaron Sipos with, was yeah. injured in, in week 14. And the Eagles started his practice clock to return last week. Okay, so he's, he's technically eligible to be brought off injured reserve this week. And they have an open roster spot. Yeah. And, uh, and oftentimes, like even if he's punting and Brett Kern's punting, both will be punting, but whoever's holding is mm. probably more Gonna apt to be play. playing in the game. So, huh. uh, so that's an interesting one for yeah, me. Yeah. So that wow. that's one of those weird things where it's like. If I stuck that in the pool report, yeah, Bob Legg's yeah, probably yeah. going to strike it. <laughs> yes, right. But I'm going to watch. I probably shouldn't but, have mentioned it on the no, pod. No, no, right? Well, but here's yeah. the thing too: is like, and and I always when when our collective group we talk about the restrictions they put on access, yeah. and you can't report about position groups and stuff. It's like, but you can always ask. Yeah, right? sure. Like you saw something interesting and like you can't, they'll get all mad if you tweet something about an offensive line right, exactly. for me, a rotation, but then you can ask about it later. So, you know, on Thursday, oh, yeah. You know, hey, how did a mm. practice first practice go? Is he, is he working with, uh, you go ask the kicker, you know? Absolutely. Jake, <laughs> yeah. yeah, we'll put Jake on the spot. Which, which holder do you like better? And they're, I mean, injury wise, they're in, you know, they're in very good pretty shape. Pretty good shape. You know, right? yeah, pretty much 22 uh, all starters are going to be able to play in this game. But Avante Maddox is and Landon Dickerson are yeah. the only two guys. But it sounds like those guys are, yes. are going to practice. I would. You won't be able to report this, but I am curious from like a secondary 
Uh, who's playing where standpoint? Probably yes. Maddox back in the slot and yeah. CJ Gardner Johnson at safety, but they've moved those guys around. I don't know, you know, in, in terms of preparing for Travis Kelsey, what they'll well, plan and, to do. And I guess I'm curious from you guys, and I'll I'll probably bug you guys about about this off air a lot too. Um, but like vibes wise, mm. like what should I be looking for to know that like this team is feeling good, they're feeling loose, or like oh no, they are tight. <sighs> You know, I, I, I think it would be surprising if they are tight, but I think yeah. from getting to watch practice, one thing that we've heard a lot about is, like, how chatty C.J. Gardner-Johnson is in terms of, like, trying to rile up so is the he, offense. Is he ever not? Exactly right. Okay. Um, so I don't know if you'll get a, a, good, media availability a sometimes. <laughs> picture of that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and then, I don't know, like, you know, they're always, they're always dancing at practice. Yeah. Slay is always yeah. yapping. You know, Jalen Hurts is doing his own yeah. little sort of shimmy, shoulder shimmy sometimes. But, but I'm curious to see what you'll, what you'll see. Yeah, because so this is the first time that I've done the pool report. Okay. So, I've not, so I've kind of I've heard a lot of stories. And then I've covered a lot of these Super Bowls where you kind of know, like, you usually realize it later that, like, oh, that was a sign. Mm. Like, a couple of years ago, Kyle Shanahan was real tight mm. all week and real, like, on a lot of stuff, you know. And you could just, oh, that's a sign. Mm. Later, um, I remember the, the Broncos-Panthers Super Bowl. Like, the Broncos were the real loose, talk a lot of trash mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And you were like, oh, that, and, okay. that def- They were right. That yeah. defense knew what was going to happen. And sometimes it's hard to know it in the moment. But I'm going to be looking for those, those little the, nuggets. Yeah, of I, mean, like, I think the Eagles feel, whether they're right or not, they feel very, like, chest out. Like, we're the better team. We're the big bad dog. Um, I think we'll, yeah. I we're going to find gonna, out. Yeah, we're going to find out. <laughs> That's uh, what I love about this matchup is like, like these are the two best teams. It's yeah. the right two teams that are here. It's you know, their best quarterback that the Eagles have faced by a significant margin. Right. It's like you a know, thought experiment of what's, what would you rather have the best quarterback in the league or the best roster yeah. in the league? And we get to sort of find that out. From a, uh, we'll close you with this. From a, uh, uh, a professionalism When's the last time you wrote a story? What, how are you feeling about like writing again? <laughs> this is a, this will take you inside working at the <laughs> Ringer. The last time I wrote a story was last week. Oh, okay. Uh, I did the recap oh, this of The is Bachelor. Bad job by me. Oh, nice. <laughs> so, uh, so I had a byline. I bet my wife read that. So I had a byline last week about The Bachelor. I'm gonna have the, I'm gonna do that again next week. Okay. Um, how are things going? That's the show season? Jesse Palmer was on. It, he's yeah. and he's now the host. Look at he's that. He's the host. Okay. Um, my wife is always, I will get into bed. Uh, she goes to bed earlier than me and, and she's listening to like the ringer, the, the bachelor, bachelorette podcast. Oh, sure. With those, I, I forget, I don't know. I the ringer the one? Names. No, it's oh, not okay. the ringer. Okay. Well, should she should listen to that. Yeah, it's fine. I listen Are you to, on that? Um, I was like two weeks ago. I made my debut. Okay. Well, I'm going to let her, I'm going yeah, to see that along. I, I listened I mean, to I, the ringer, uh, white Lotus podcast throughout. But that was really good. Yeah. That was really good. Um, I, the one thing that I've learned is like, I am not cool. Like I don't watch. Like I watch The Bachelor. Like I, I can say I'm way behind of my, You're cooler than the two of us. <laughs> yes. way behind if my if life. you watch The Bachelor, yes. <laughs> well, we all have small children, right? Yes. Like my what I watch is very often dictated by like what I yes. can watch in my house with my kid. Mm-hmm. So what is she into right now? Um, TikTok and YouTube. It's terrifying. Mm. Um, uh, but no, her favorite show right now is Masha and the Bear. On Netflix. And we like it. Worth yeah, watching. It's good. Yeah, I mean okay. it's. I was kind of disappointed when like Bluey like ran its course because yeah, that was a good, so good that was a really good stretch. But Masha and the Bear is pretty good, um, and then the Matilda musical. Oh, Hugh, she's really into that and like performs all. All right, Casey the songs. likes a musical. I'm gonna I'm gonna steal that. That's yeah, good. it's uh, it's cute. So. If you ever have a few hours to kill, there's a Nick Saban, Bill Belichick documentary. <laughs> 
think Zach cool. is taking it upon himself to be the the comedy part of the of the duo today. As a fan of comedy, right? I like that. Uh, last, I said last thing. Last thing. You can't talk to Marissa, but I know you might want to just sort of say something to her if you want to just say hi. Uh, hi, she's Marissa. On the other side. I miss you. <laughs> but shout, but shout out to Kent. We got Kent producing yes. us, and well, it's, yeah. So, you know, the times that we did the athletic football show, it was like 50-50 with Kent and Marissa. And uh, so this this is... Uh, yeah, there you go. But it's, we do it's, miss it's Marissa. A, it's a nice reunion. Yeah, we're, I'm, I'm bummed you're not here. And uh, I don't know. I'll come, I'll come visit sometime. There you go. <laughs> I'll All send right. you presents. I don't know. We'll take a little break on Birds with Friends. Thank you to Lindsay Thank you. so much for joining us. We'll be back with more on the other side on Birds with Friends. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. All right. Welcome back to Birds with Friends. Radio Crow, Bo Wolf, Zach Berman, and joined now by the Takesman himself, a real Takesman, <laughs> yes. Elliot Shore Parks from WIP. For better or worse, yeah. Well, I think, I mean. Well, the takes, I'm saying, not coming on the show. Oh, sure. I'm excited to be on the show, yeah. The takes can be for better or worse. Uh, thank you very much. Um, what's this week like for you? My friend, you're you're posted up on on Radio Row over there. What, what, are, we, yeah. what are we talking about? Um, I mean, it's a very different experience for me because in 2017, I didn't work at WIP. I was, you know, writing for NJ.com. So it's it's different in the way that I'm spending much more of my time on Radio Row. Uh, just kind of hopping on and off the station. We have a, a setup over there. So yeah, it's been cool. I mean, I don't know if you guys are having this experience, but it feels like more of a Super Bowl to me this time. I think in Minnesota, it, it didn't feel that way. We were in the Already mall the whole time. You know, this like feels this. like okay. what a Super Bowl is supposed to feel like. It's warm outside. I mean, there's mm. like events on the streets. We're not just sitting in the food court. Like, <laughs> I think this is a more legit Super Bowl. Though. Well, I had never been to a – that's the only Super Bowl that I've ever okay. done. Okay. So, for me, I had nothing to compare it to. But you've been to other Super Bowls. Yeah, this, this will be my fifth. So Flex. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Well, that's why I said it. Yeah. yeah. But, um, no, yeah, I just – I mean, look, weren't we in Arizona in we 2015 were. together? Yep. Yeah. So – I just think Minnesota didn't feel like a Super Bowl, really. It was cold. I just It wasn't the experience of, uh, of what you would expect to get. So do you think that the Eagles are trying to win their first real Super Bowl? <laughs> well, I do think this will be viewed as a far more legitimate Super Bowl. If you look at 2017. Is that legitimate? Well, I'm saying I think 2017 is viewed as almost like a fluky type of, oh, that's cute. They won it with their backup. Like when, when, you, when you talk about Super Bowls in the grand scheme of things, I don't, people, don't, people don't look at 2017 and go, what a great, talented team that was. They go, wow, that's crazy. They won with a backup. I think if they won this game right here, this is the Eagles were the dominant team all year and they'll be discussed that way. I don't think 2017 is ever discussed as a great team. They're discussed as a great story. Well, I think that's right. Thank you. I don't, what do you, Zach? You look like you, you want to <laughs> say it was a good story. I mean, I got to write yeah, a book about it. I was going to so, say. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, that was an incredible yeah. run. No, every uh, team takes I, I mean, I think it's identity. legitimate. Yeah. But yeah, if, yeah. I, think, I, I yeah. think this Eagles team, we talked about it last week. Like, this is probably the best Eagles team they've ever had, um, whether they win or lose, I think. Yeah. But, I don't even think it matters if they win. Well, just in general or <laughs> yeah, for like, that conversation? <laughs> no, I think in general. I, I think it'd be awesome if they won, obviously. I can and, see why you're so good at radio, man. <laughs> yeah, you're coming off fire. Yeah, seriously. Thank you. I well, I'm enjoying talking to you guys. Although this setup's a little weird, I'm not going to lie. That you're in the middle? Yeah. What would just, you rather do? Probably a cross. Okay. But, but you're on video here. That's the thing. Right. So. Well, you could get two cameras. 
but yeah. <laughs> I mean, you could. We've only got so much money. I mean. um, no, but I, I think the outcome of the game is kind of irrelevant in how I feel about this team. There's irrelevant? No, what if they yeah. get blown out? Well, that that is the one. I'll say that. If, if it's Tampa So what's Bay, your threshold? If it's Tampa if they if they go on Sunday and they're competitive against the Chiefs, that's amazing. They don't have to win this game. I mean, the, 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 Chiefs are, the Chiefs are a great team. There's no shame in losing to Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. And when I think back 10 years from now about this season, I'll feel almost no differently about this team. They found their franchise quarterback. This has been one of the, <laughs> hold on, this has been one of the most enjoyable seasons in Eagles yeah. history. They've been a great team. If they go and lose to Kansas City, what, I'm supposed to think they're not as good? They're a great team. It would be awesome if they won, and I think they, they could. But at the end of the day... It's not changing how I view what's been a, a great season. This is a, such a seasoned radio pro. He's kind of like, he's well, I've been amazing. doing it for like three hours. Yeah, so I'm exactly. In my, you were I'm like, in my zone. Yeah, I can tell. You're like, yeah. you're in your sweet spot. Right I feel now. like calling now, 215 919 0610, right? Yeah. We should have made this a zero. I don't know what number That's was what that you just said. Yeah. What was that number? I don't know. Okay. So, All right. Yeah. 215 That's right. We should re rack this and just make it ZB and the Wolf. ZB, yeah. Well, well, wait, so so are, are we only talking Super Bowl, or can we no, ask? No, okay. ask about spaghetti. No, so yeah. I, well, we can get to that in a moment. I have some I, Roman questions for you. I we'll need to say the, the, the number one question I might get, like the number one question, more than... From, like, people on the street? Yeah, more yes. than what's Nick Sirianni like, more than what's Jalen Hurts like. I is, agree with that. I know you're going to say it, you're right. Is, yeah. What's Elliot, does, does <laughs> really? Elliot really believe what he says? That's, I, I so get like, that question. like? So many times, it, okay? It's such, to me, a silly question. Because here's, here's my thing. People are always like, oh, you're just saying that for a hot take. It's only a hot take if you disagree. If, if, I, said, <laughs> if I said an opinion that someone agreed with, they wouldn't call it a hot take. But if, I, if it's something they disagree with, then it's like, well, you're doing it for attention. No, I just say how I feel. Like my opinion, your opinion, our opinions, a caller's opinion, a fan's opinion, they're all takes. It's just some you disagree with and some you don't. It's just that you fire off all of your opinions at such a rapid volume yeah. that there's no filter between what's well, going on in your brain and what's going on your. On it's because I can feet. only really write in you know 240 characters at a time. <laughs> I'm not like you, you guys. Writing? Like, yeah. yeah, I can't no, clear I my throat, throat in 240 all. characters at a time. Yeah, no, no. but like, are are you ever ambivalent? Like, is is there anything that comes up where you're like? Eh, I don't really well, have an opinion on that. So what's funny is I actually think I'm down the middle on everything. I think what happens okay. is people swing so violently back and forth that because I'm in the middle, like if everyone's so high on the Eagles and I'm sitting here going, well, the Chiefs are actually really yeah. good, then I'm in the middle on that. Or if it's you got to fire Nick Sirianni, you got to fire Howie. And I'm like, well, there's actually a lot of things to like about him. So in my everyday life, and my wife would tell you this, like I'm flex, very, flex, yeah, 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 no big deal to me. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'm much more, you know, like down the middle on things. I just think, and I love this about the fan base. It's strong opinions on both sides. I mean, people are emotional. People react to things. And I think sometimes I'm down the middle, but it's viewed as being extreme. But I'm actually just chilling in the middle. What's the question you get when someone approaches you on the street or in the gym or something like that? I mean, it's probably what you said. It's do you really believe okay. what you tweet? Yeah. Is there one take that you get asked about the most? Well, it's, it's clearly the home run take. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean. That one, that one really explodes. Has your opinion on that changed? No. <laughs> <laughs> this is what people. No? This is what people don't understand about it. I said I could luck into a home run. I didn't say I was talented <laughs> enough to hit a home run. I said I could luck into it. You can luck into anything. If I swing right, the pitcher throws it hard enough. Like, of course I can. I, I no. can't luck into a slam dunk. I can promise you that. Yeah, For but the, that's because you physically can't jump yeah. that high. I don't think you can physically hit a home run. Yeah. I, I disagree mean, with that. And again, I'm not saying I could do it like 100 times. I'm saying <laughs> if I got 10,000 pitches, I think one time I could luck into hitting it out. I don't Do you think disagree? So. Do you think you could? With a wooden bat? Sure. Against a major league pitcher, if I played yeah. an entire season, 
I do not think that I would hit a home run. If what I about off a pitching machine? Well, first of all, I don't think you guys yeah. should put limitations on yourself, right? You should believe in yourself. I Jalen, right there. I like that. Yeah. So yeah. much less like a, a, in terms of lucking into something, you would be so much likelier to luck into scoring a goal in hockey by just standing in front of the goal. But and I can't skate. Something. Yeah, you wouldn't have to. No, I would. I would literally have to skate. Your, on people, skates and people, hold out your stick. People say that. I think it'd be much tougher than you think, hey, just to sit in front of the net and have pucks fired off of me and hope it ricochets. You would just have guys me. aiming at you, and then but, hopefully... But with baseball, yeah. all I'm doing is standing in the box and swinging. No I know chance. how to swing. I can just, I'll can just i do it enough times until I luck into one. With yeah. hockey, I, again, I'm not a it's good skater. Cra- it is the craziest take. On, I, mean, I have on, to say. On, on I don't get why, could, could Fulton Reed skate? I, I, I forget. Well, I remember... I don't know what that is. I don't know if and, you guys... Muddy Ducks? Oh, oh, Muddy Ducks. Uh, yeah, good question. The, yeah, the guy who had the great slap shot. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. He stood so far from the net, so I... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't Did know. you guys ever... Um, we can't see comments. Typically, we'd be able mm. to... Yeah. Well, it's probably... I don't know if I want to see the comments <laughs> on this one. But, I, uh, I, I read every comment. You're not a, a comment reader? I read every single tweet that uh, comes at me. Like you? Okay. Every yeah. single I don't, reply? That... I would say 99%. I mean, on game days, I would say it's tough just because yeah. there's a lot. But, like, also, shout out to what you're doing on game days. I really respect that. We, we should give that recognition because it's still what? going for the Super Bowl, right? Oh, oh yeah. The, the tweets. Yeah. yeah. And thank you guys yes. both. Yes. You guys uh, donated. I'm very thankful uh, for that. So, yeah, donating, uh, trying to raise money. Um, so, my mom was actually head of education for the city for Mayor Nutter when he was in, uh, in office. So, I got, like, a firsthand chance. And I went to Philly Public School uh, up until I went to Temple. So, I got a chance to see up close, like, how important it is that, and how really underserved the schools can be. So, this year, and it's a great year to do it because they're in yeah. the Super Bowl. Uh, for every touchdown the Eagles scored, uh, I'm asking people to donate $5, and it puts a book into a hand of a Philly area student. So you guys, very generous, made donations. We're up to over $7,000. Uh, my, awesome. goal, my goal was 5000 so it would be awesome to get some for the Super Bowl. Absolutely. Thank you for working, plugging working that. Guy, yeah, for working sure. guys. Yeah. Is that, is that uh, like pinned on your page? Or yeah, it's at the top of my page, yeah. Okay. So if you go to my Twitter page, and you can tweet me something mean too, but then the link is right there. Okay. What's a uh, what's like an Eagles related take that you've that you've already put out there today? That well, my big one today is it's okay if they lose the Super Bowl. <laughs> but I'd be I mean, curious. I'd be curious like to hear very, like, why you guys would disagree. If you do, I don't know if you do. Well, I I mean I think it's always okay to lose the Super Bowl. Like you're not the only. I mean someone's gonna lose, uh, and they're facing Patrick Mahomes. I don't think if they lose the Super Bowl, they're a bad team. Yeah, but I also don't think that. It's just like, yeah, it's okay. It was still a, a great season. This is not Little League, right? Like you're, well, they're in the Super Bowl. Yeah. So, yeah, it's not saying like a participation. Trophy. I just, they so, won the NFC. So, you said the way you will look back at the team mm-hmm. won't change based on if they win or, or lose the Super Bowl. I mean, and look, it would change, you know, if so they win it clearly. But is, saying, I think it, it sort of depends on yeah. how that happens. Like if it's, if they, as, if they go out and play a great game and Patrick Mahomes leads a touchdown drive with like 45 seconds left and yeah. they lose the game, like, yeah, no shame in that. Here, how about? Uh, well, I mean, I don't mean to put you on the, on the spot, but it's okay. You don't have to do this this now, but in your free time, th- off the top of your head, name as many of the last ten Super Bowl champions as you can remember, and as many as the last ten Super Bowl losers you can remember. I bet you, you'll remember the Super Bowl champions two X than you were the losers because I completely people don't. disagree because I'm remembering the game. I'm not. I, I don't remember the outcome, but if you told me who the Super Bowl champion was, it'd be weird not. Who did to the Broncos beat? Which year? Didn't they beat the yeah, Seahawks? It, what's that? They had, oh, no, they were. No, no, no won they, they won one Super Bowl. They beat the Panthers. Yeah, the Panthers. Okay. So I was proving myself wrong right there. Yeah. <laughs> they lost to the Seahawks. Yeah. 
Okay. And, and you were there up in, yeah. up in North Jersey. Yeah. No, I wasn't there for that. Oh, one. you were in yeah, 13. No. You were there. Yeah. Okay. 14. Um, look, that's fair. But but I'm saying, ultimately, wait, real quick. This you're is talking something about Bo and I were talking, and, and, and I think we talked about it with you. Do you consider this the 2022 Super Bowl or the 2023 Super Bowl? Oh, I feel very strongly about yeah, this. this. And is... I know you're on my side, but I think it's so annoying when people say <laughs> in the 2018 Super Bowl. It's like. No, it was the 2017 yeah, Super Bowl. 100% it's the 20, correct. Like, like the 2017 what? seasons, the 2018 Super Bowl. No, you no. were here, but you said before you were here in 2015. It was the 2014 season. But I'm saying it was the year. Yes, like that's a fair point. But like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So no, that, everything about that season, including the Super Bowl, is 2017. Okay. Right. And also, I actually thought it was the 2015 Super Bowl for what it's worth. No, it was it was the 2014. No, but season what I'm point. saying is when I called it that, yeah. that's what I in I, his mind. Yeah, oh, he yeah, thought yeah. it was the 2015 right, season. Yeah. Okay. Just Ultimately, it's just I think it's annoying when people are like, "Oh, it's 2018." Like we get it, you got it factually correct. We're talking about like common sense, yeah. what you call it. You know what? Like in the NBA, when they talk about NBA seasons, they have the you know 17, 18 season. Yeah. It's, yeah. In, in the in the NFL, even though it extends sure. into January, it is always referred to as the year. So I think the Super Bowl is included with that year. I agree. I agree, but I, I say when they were in Minnesota like if you went in to, 2018. So you're writing an article. Would you call it the 2018 Super Bowl? So I, I, I struggle with this, and I try to say Super Bowl 52 to eliminate it's a cop it. out. Yeah. That's fair. It's a cop I, out. But yeah, but it's, it's a but good, the, good yeah. way to get around it. He's calling you a coward. Yeah. <laughs> Do you use the Roman numerals? Uh, I use whatever the style is at the publication I'm working at. So. Okay. I feel like you've got a Roman numerals take. Well, they're dumb, obviously, but like, <laughs> but I don't think that's like a take. All right, here, here's another opinion I'll throw by you guys. If the Eagles win the Super Bowl, right? What's the argument for taking Patrick Mahomes over Jalen Hurts moving forward? Like, if you're starting a team, what's the argument? He's, well, a, better he's a better player. Okay, well, let me let me. Yeah, let me I heard okay, well, let yeah. me reverse that on you. Okay, yeah. so Jalen is is 24 years old. Patrick Mahomes is three years older, if I'm not mistaken. Jalen does something in today's game that is overtaking the league, and he makes your run offense better. Mahomes doesn't make the run offense better. Jalen has shown he can lead an elite passing offense. Mahomes is a better thrower, no question about it, but Jalen will have just won the Super Bowl. They'll be tied in Super Bowls. And then again, and I know you're big on this, Jalen's way younger. So what's the argument for taking Mahomes? Well, aside from just he's better. Yeah. But, okay, but, but Okay, he's better at throwing the ball, to, right? But, but he's not a better it. runner. And Jalen's had a better start are, to his career think, in some ways. I, I think Has the, he? I think. Well, no, I guess Mahomes won. Was it his <laughs> yeah. second year he won it? He won MVP his first year as a full-time starter, right? Okay. And then he won the Super Bowl the next year. All right, yeah. so, so Jalen will have, in two years, won as many Super Bowls as Mahomes did. I think the actual, like, entertain it argument is that the way that Patrick Mahomes is better, the way that he is good, is more sustainable long-term than Jalen Hurts' way. So I think Jalen Hurts, for as good as he's been, has gotten injured at the past of you know at well, the end so of is both of the last two seasons. So is Mahomes. Um, Mahomes is currently injured. Well, yeah, but he's. Well, I'm he's just saying, if you're going to say injuries, Mahomes is also injured. Um, and Mahomes has had more serious injuries, right? Didn't he miss like? Didn't he miss a few games yeah, once? With, the, or yeah, tear it, but on the quarterback. Yeah. Jalen's yeah. injuries have been minor. Sort of. I mean, he was he was yeah, last, surgery last year, year. Yeah. right? Like but I'm saying, but he's he's missed how many games? Three total in two years, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I mean, his effectiveness in both. And, the, and they had the bye week after the injury last year. I think the thing with his ankle last year is so overblown. I think he they, literally got surgery on no, it. No, 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 no. I mean, in terms of how people say, well, it limited how he played. And yeah. I, I agree there was probably some impact, but I think it's a bit of a cop-out to just, they weren't as good at the end of the year. They stopped, he stopped running. I, I just, I don't think, when I, when I remember watching that team last year, I don't remember thinking in the moment, because if I remember, didn't he come out to Tampa in a boot? If I'm not mistaken, at, after the, the game. Right. Yeah. It was like, well, all of a sudden, I, I don't remember, like, in the moment, any of us 
and maybe I'm wrong. I don't remember yeah. any of us saying Jalen looks like he's hurt. No, we were saying they were playing him differently. Yeah, like the because the the data supported it. Like mm. the the running numbers regressed after the injury. Okay, um, Fair. but look, I mean, I. I fundamentally don't like these arguments because it's, it's like if you're going with Mahomes and it's like, oh, he's he's a Hurts hater. And, like, Hurts has been outstanding. I, I have so many good things to say about uh, about Jalen Hurts. I can fill— you see that slip right there? I can fill now. Yeah, I, I think Patrick Mahomes is a better player than— But tell the, me why. Why? Because he's a he <laughs> plays the position. He's like literally the, quarter. the best quarterback. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes okay. Well, hold on. Hold Patrick on, Mahomes on. has started. No. No. You asked me a question. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Patrick Mahomes has has played five years in the has started five years in the NFL. His team's made the conference championship all five years. Mm-hmm. He's made the Super Bowl three of those years. He he's thrown over forty touchdowns. How many times? Like three or four of those. Well, I, I mean, someone can can fact check me here. He is. I think he's the best player in the NFL. I think he he's going to go down. If he's on this pace, as like the best quarterback in NFL history, mm-hmm. um, I, yeah, and that's taking nothing away from Jalen Hurts. I just think Patrick. I don't Mahomes, think you're taking anything away, but also you're talking about what Patrick Mahomes has accomplished in five years, right? Jalen's sure. only only had two years, and in his second yeah. year, he is in the Super Bowl as a favorite over Patrick Mahomes. He might win the MVP this year. I think people would agree he should have won it. Should have won it over Patch over Patrick Mahomes, assuming Mahomes wins it, right? So here's let me ask you, if, you. No, here's my question to you. Would you, if if the result of a Super Bowl doesn't matter, why not just take Jalen Hurts over Patrick Mahomes, regardless of the outcome? It's a fair point. Maybe maybe that's the move. What I'm saying is, when you look at building a team moving forward, the fact that Jalen is three years younger, and in my opinion, I think your point about the offense is fair. But he also helps the offense in a lot of ways, in different ways than Mahomes does. And I think. Really, and we've seen it firsthand in Philly, when your quarterback puts that stress on the defense, that's a big deal. So he does something that teams want to do at an elite level. And Mahomes does too, but Jalen can also throw the ball. Like, Mahomes is not a running threat, like point blank period, right? Well, that's not true. No, but not not in the way Hurts is. He he can extend plays, but you're not committing a defender to Mahomes the way you are Hurts, right? So it's really like who passes it better. Mahomes passes it better, but Jalen was awesome passing at the ball this year. And when he has talented receivers, so if you give him weapons, you know you can throw the ball with them. Yeah, well, I mean, we also haven't seen Jalen Hurts without a, a great offensive line. Yeah, um, like, well, the, I mean, Mahomes has a great offensive line. But he hasn't always had. They, I mean, they went to the Super Bowl when he had a mediocre offensive line. They went yeah, to the FC Championship fair. game when they had a bad offensive line. Who's better, Dirk or LeBron? Uh, I, Dirk, did you say? Dirk yeah. or LeBron? Yeah, Dirk or LeBron. I would take LeBron. Dirk beat him in the finals. He did, but I'm not. But I'm not basing it. But I'm not fully basing off the result of this game. I'm saying if he were to win this game, then I think it becomes it like more of a discussion. But I'm not making my sole decision based off the game. You see what I'm saying? And you're also again, you're using two huge long careers. Like Jalen's only played two years. I'm factoring in moving forward their age. I'm factoring yeah. in team building, all those things. Well, Jalen, you're gonna have to pay anyway. So, um, and actually, Mahomes' contract on like a, a per year basis. Is is pretty good, yeah. But I don't know. I, I mean, look, there's there's only one Patrick Mahomes in in the league, and Jalen is. Well, there's is, only one Jalen. Yeah, so I'm, I'm saying Jalen's unique in his own right. Like you can't have Mahomes. Mahomes is not going anywhere. The Eagles are very fortunate to have Jalen Hurts as their quarterback, and they'll have him there for a long time. Do you think if Jalen was a number one overall pick, he'd be viewed differently? Yeah, not, definitely. Uh, yeah, uh, right. Yeah. yeah, if Jalen was number one overall pick, there would be like this discussion we're having would not be viewed as silly. But because he was viewed as a way coming into the league, people need to see more in order to, like, dude, he's in the Super Bowl. Look at the banner we're looking at. He's in the Super Bowl against Patrick Mahomes, and he's favored. 
But you think it's a silly question to say who you would take. Why? Why? I mean, well, you're allowed to have the opinion you want to have. I, I just think I think he's Patrick just, Mahomes. He's, he's radioing you to death. He's, <laughs> yeah. he's, it's fun, though. He's got this very he's, – he's perfected this argument technique. Yeah, it's not about the point, really. It's, uh, but, no, I do think Did it's Did you pack spaghetti discussion. for this trip? So I didn't. Here's ah. what happened with that. I did it for the first week of the season. I was very excited to do it every week. But then all these people tweeted me saying I was going to get sick mm. because I guess like pasta or the tomato sauce. I don't know. So I stopped doing it. I got bullied it's into listening doing to the it. opinion of sheep. I know. I know. But I, I like think how awful it would be to get sick on the road with like food poisoning. Well, yeah. Or really anywhere, I guess. What kind of spaghetti was it? Just a straight? I did a blush sauce. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. I like a blush sauce. All I right. agree. Peckness migrate. Um, ben Simmons, Carson Wentz, and mm, Jack Fritz. <laughs> well, all right. So Nest is who you keep the longest, yes. right? All right. Well, I got to take Jack. I mean, okay. Jack's a rising star in the city. Um, so I take him. I would definitely migrate Carson, and I would peck Ben. I feel a lot different about Ben Simmons than I did like a year ago. Really? Why? So, first of all, as a player, I think he definitely sucks. I'm not saying that. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's not about that. But I do think when he went through what he went through here in Philly, there was a lot of people that diminished the mental health aspect of it. And I think when you look at what's happening to him now, it's clear that he went through something in Philly that has impacted his game. I know he's had some injuries, but he is a shell of himself. And I think when he was here in Philly, a lot of people were like, oh, he's just using it as an excuse. And honestly, I probably was part of that, and I feel bad that I felt that way. But now that I look at Ben... Thank you. Now that I look at Ben, it's clear he's going through something. I mean, look at him play. Like, he, he obviously went through some type of mental thing, and I understand it. He made a huge mistake and got mocked by the entire sports world for a year. Like, I couldn't handle that. Mm. So, I would... I feel very different about Ben. Last one from me. What's Wait, if you couldn't the, handle that, how would you handle just getting struck out on, like, 300 consecutive at-bats and still trying to luck into a home run? Well, the difference is no one thinks I can do it. So, I would just be... I would probably get tired. Again, like, I went to the batting cage. So after that tweet, I went to the batting cages, and I was making contact on, like, 80 miles an hour. Contact is <laughs> Do you know how different it is? Yes. 80 miles yeah. an hour from a batting cage yes. to, like, 95 that's Yeah, but I, I never even played baseball. Imagine if I committed myself for a year. Oh, my gosh. I can't do it. This one I just I can't I don't think you have the bat entertain. speed, honestly. Yeah. I don't now, but, A, like, I'll work at it, number one. But, number two, I'm not saying I could become a consistent <laughs> home run hitter. I'm saying I could luck into it. There are, like, like – Major league pitchers who mm. have had like a thousand at bats over their careers, who are the best athletes in the world, who have not had a, yeah. lucked into a home run. It's unlucky. <laughs> uh, less I don't know what to tell you. It's unlucky. Right. Go ahead. I think they could do it too. Last one for me. What's what's the biggest misconception about Philly sports talk radio? Because it's kind of used as a catch-all term. Yeah. This is what they're going to be talking about on, on on radio. Philly sports talk callers. What's the the biggest misconception? It's a great question. Now I know how Nick feels when you're mm. asking him questions. Um, <laughs> and that's why you, you got to use that that's a great question to give yourself. Yeah, exactly, 100%. But no, it is a really good question. Um, so I think there's a couple misconceptions. One, I think Philly sports callers are like some of the nicest people you'll interact with because there's a personal level to it. On Twitter, people can just say whatever they want. When you call in and talk to somebody, there's a real personal part of it. So I think that the mean things people say about the callers probably gets me the most because as someone that's been doing this for a few years, like it means the world to me that people call in every Saturday when I'm on the radio. It means the world that like I know these people's names and they know that I got married. So I think that, that there's that part of it. 
But I think the other part of it is there's a perception that sports talk radio only talks about like surface level things or that they're talking about like, like dumb topics for lack of a better word. Sports radio talks about what people want to talk about. I can say whatever I want at the start of a show. If nobody wants to talk about it, we're not going to talk about it. So that probably annoys me a little bit too, where people are like, oh, that's such a sports radio topic. Like, no, it's really just an interesting topic people want to talk about, but it's just going to be talked about on sports radio. So I guess those would probably be my, my two. Okay, good answer. Thank you. Elliot, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me on, guys. I appreciate Follow it. Follow him on Twitter, which I imagine everybody does. <laughs> Listen to yeah. him on uh, 94 WIP. Have a good week, my friend. Thank you, guys. I'll see you uh, tonight, see I guess. See you immediately. Night. Night. All right, bye. Take a little break and come back. All right, back on Birds with Friends. Bo and Zach here from Radio Crow. Zach, uh, we had a chance to talk to Nick Sirianni and Howie Roseman on Saturday. Mm. Uh, a little bit of an embargoed interview. You might, saw, <laughs> you might have seen the quotes emanating this afternoon. What did you, we, haven't to, we haven't talked to Howie since before the season, right? What did you make of it? Yeah, so Howie was not in the reflective mood, mm, right? You wanted and, it to be. You, you posed a couple uh, <laughs> introspective <laughs> questions to him, and he said, oh, now it's not the time. Zach. Yeah, look, he's, he's, he's focused on Sunday. He's a competitive guy. He wants to win his second Super Bowl. Keep the main thing the main thing. Keep the main thing the main thing. But, no, I, I think that there were, there were little morsels of information. I, I, think, I think Howie, um, at this stage of his career, he, he strikes me as, as self-aware, right, in that, like, he – he knows who he is. He knows, he knows the way this works. He knows the way people think of him. And he, he, he knows he's – look, he, he has a degree of – like there's, there's respect for him and what he's done in the league, deservedly so. Um, but I think, you know, he, he, he made a reference that it's, it's like his, his wife tells him this, that you are who you are, right? And he is who he is for – for good and for bad, and for you know, for the Eagles' sake and for, for Eagles fans' sake, it's been awfully good recently. But I'm gonna have an article on Wednesday um, where I'm really gonna dig into you know how he's 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 built this team, some of the the lessons from it, how he may be a, a little different than the last time they were here, uh, and how he might be the same, right? And and, and just circumstances have changed. So, uh, what were your takeaways from it? Well, like in terms of like. Um Less big picture things, like mm-hmm. more more specific things. I did. I, I asked him about the absence of in season extensions mm-hmm. because that's atypical based on what we've seen from the Eagles in the past, and they have so many free agents. And I asked him if that was intentional or not. He didn't want to get into specifics, but mm-hmm. he, he said that was intentional. I think there's two ways to read that. One is you don't know what the Jalen Hurts contract is going to look like yet. Yeah, I don't so, think it's that. And you don't want to. I think that's part of it. I, th- I, th- I think they they have the percentage allocated that they're going to allocate. But go on. I'm well, sorry. Well, yeah, but there's probably some yeah. wiggle room, and you don't know the structure of it sure, yet, and sure. so you don't know how to structure the other contracts, like where to push the, the future yeah. money. Uh, but I also think that a large part of it is, like, we have this team <laughs> that is so good right now. Let's not upset the locker room apple cart. Like, And there are so many um, interlocking exactly. decisions. Like, yes. if you pay Marcus Epps, is C.J. Garner-Johnson going to get pissed and vice versa? If you pay... Uh, you know, if you pay Javon Hargrave, is Fletcher Cox going to be upset? Yeah. Uh, if you pay TJ Edwards, is, K- is Kaiser White upset? Right, exactly. And there are all these, and even if, if you pay anybody, it's like, oh, well, I thought I was next yes. in line. Like, I, I think probably telling guys, like, we're going to talk about this all after the season, let's nip this in the bud now, was intentional from that standpoint, I think. Yeah, I mean, look, I, the thing with Jalen that I'll say is, even if, it, if they say X percent is going to be allocated to a Jalen extension, 
they still don't know what their books are, are totally going to look like. Like, for instance, if, if Jason Kelsey wants to come back, that that changes the complexion of how you allocate your cap space. Yeah, and it's a very different uh, – it's a difficult thing to restructure at this point, but yeah. Yeah, so so there's uh, there are a handful of, of factors, and that is – uh, it was a good question by you because because that is different than 2017. If if you remember, in 2017 they extended Hargrave during the bye week. They extended Alshon right before the Seattle game. Uh, I remember I was in the airport. I was in a layover in Chicago. Is of it all places. Not. Yeah, that's why I said Jernigan. I think you said Hargrave. Uh, I'm obviously Hargrave wasn't on the team. That's I meant I, I meant Jernigan. Yeah. I, they, mean to, I didn't mean to. Nah, I shouldn't have mentioned. Yeah. Sorry. The defensive tackle grinds everything to a halt. The defensive tackle who lines up next to Fletcher Cox. Yeah, yeah. They extended. Yeah. <laughs> they extended Tim Jernigan during the bye week. I remember where I was for that one too. I was uh, at the Starbucks on Broad Street. Okay. Doing what? Robbing doing, it. What's that? Holding it hostage. What were you doing? I was actually writing in between something. I, I was on my way to TV, I believe, and okay. I needed to uh, send a story in, and I went to. Okay. Starbucks, and then the extension came. Yeah. Okay. Uh, anything else from Howie that you thought was interesting? It was more big picture stuff. More big and picture. We'll get to read about that on the Athletic on Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. I. Uh, he. Like I said, he he was not in a ref, in a reflective move, and and also he didn't want to get into any of the roster decisions, which I understand. There's the you know time and place, right? And there's gonna be a time, presumably. Uh, in like two weeks, you know, the combine is like right. You know, they pushed the Super Bowl back, yeah, no, but they, they didn't, didn't push the combine, the combine back. Combine, yeah. So there's there's one week in between. So yeah. uh yeah, so we'll we'll find out more around the combine, which is essentially like the official start of the off season. But that's when they're just lying. Sure, you're right. No, right? you're right. Like, yeah, you you really find out like the owners' meetings. What the, and even then they, they're lying. Like, but but uh, well, well, last year was abnormal. Typically, you have big decisions that you've made by then. Yeah, that's true. Um, how about from Nick? Anything that uh, I think the one thing that's wait. Just, uh, by the way, with Howie, now that he said it, one of the thing. I mean, something that I think he he really wants to reinforce is is, and we've written this and and discussed this is that is this idea of this broad calendar and. You know, it, it was a bit of a flex on on him. Like, you know, you know, at the owners' meetings, you guys were saying we didn't do anything, right? Which is, which is accurate, right? I mean, they they well, they did Hassan Reddick. That 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 was a big yeah. move. But at that point, their two most recent moves, I believe, were or three most recent moves were bring back Fletcher Cox, bring back Anthony Harris, bring back Derek Barnett, right? If you had told me then that AJ Brown was in the works and uh, James Bradbury, obviously you would look sure. at the offseason differently. But he is right that the offseason is not limited to the first week of free agency. So right, well, we, we talk to him when we can talk to him when we're precisely allowed. like you know it's precisely not, yeah. if we could talk to him every week, then yeah. maybe it would be different. Um, what about from Nick Sirianni? I think the one thing that has already made the rounds is uh, him sort of admitting that like Andy Reid bringing him into the office and saying uh, I'm going to move on and bring David Cully in as my wide receivers coach. I already got a guy. Uh, like, is this, you know, it's not a surprise. We know the way that Nick is wired, but that, like, he sort of held, held a little bit of a chip on his shoulder about that and was hooting and hollering when he was with the Chargers and they went into Arrowhead and, and beat him the next year. Yeah, I mean. Not a surprise, right? I I guess it's the theme of the, of these. How, More of a surprise that he said it. How Howie Roseman said, his his wife said, you are who you are. Nick Sirianni said, I am who I am. Mm. It's like, uh, I'm going to show a little cultural reference here. What's the play? Lacage off, off Falls? Is that oh. right? Is that right? I mean. Close enough. Lakaja Fali. Uh, no, you're close to the first time. Lakaja Falls. What's what's the play? Just quit while you're behind. <laughs> what's the play? Lakaja Falls. Oh, oh, Falls. Uh, I guess I, I can't. <laughs> but isn't that the song? I am who I am. 
<laughs> I'm not, I don't think I'm going to help you out here. Okay. Uh, Close enough. Okay. <laughs> yeah, are you going for Kesarak? Sarah? No. no. no I, I, isn't there a lyric in the song? I I am who I am. This is wild. I don't. I don't. I don't. You could be right. Yeah. You probably are. I yeah, but uh, that's an aside we probably did not need. Um, no, Nick Sirianni was was the same. Like this is, and, and can I say you're gonna have a, a real good piece tomorrow? On you the can say I'm gonna have a piece. Yeah, we'll it's see. gonna be a real good piece. The, I know on the, on the athletic about Nick Sirianni, but no, this. Hope it's an A one. That's big time. Mm, wow. That's big time. But back I mean, when it's the team in the you know. Nah, it's the team in the Super Bowl. They got to do something. It's you. They won. They won their their cleanup hitter. Oh, just just, just to step up. They say, Zach, you've already written like tw- <laughs> twenty stories on Nick Sirianni. Bo, why don't you just find a way to link to all those stories? I don't the think. Same story? I don't think it's that. I, I I think it's like it's like Bo, pick your head up from the power rankings here. You've you've you've, <laughs> you've dominated the uh, every subscription. You know, there's 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 literally no there's no captive audience that hasn't subscribed yet because yeah. of your power rankings. Um, no, uh, in all seriousness, uh, I'm I'm excited for that piece to get out there, but. For Nick, I, I think what I took away from that is is how this is this is this is who he is. Like he doesn't put on a show when he's on the sideline and he's drawing or the camera's in his face and he's excited. Like that's that's who Nick Sirianni is. He was the same way when after the uh, the Colts game when he jumps up and he's fist pumping yeah. and F, you know, he, he did the same thing in 2013. In the press box, in the coach's booth, in the Kansas City San Diego game, but there's right. there's no one looking at the wide receivers. Or at that time, he's a quality control coach, right. I believe. And I think that's the larger conversation yeah. that we have had. And uh, you can also, if we're just pumping out content, you can listen to the Athletic Football Show uh, tomorrow with Robert Mays. Zach and I are both on there. We have this similar discussion, and it's it's part of what the story is about tomorrow. But I think I think Nick Sirianni's influence on this team, you know, the Julian Love idea that yeah. that. You know he's on a free ride is is incorrect, um, and it's it, his influence is under undervalued probably. Um, I think both like offensively because he's putting together the game plan, but also like Jason Kelsey talked about it last week. What he does in terms of like setting up the culture of the building yeah. um, matters so much more than any game day decision. Hundred percent, hundred percent. I'm glad you said that. And Jason said it. When you asked him last week, he said week, it in a much better way than I than I. But, can, but he also said something on his podcast. It was around Christmas week, and he said, "Like the head coach, his job is literally to be the head coach of the team. That's 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 the job. It's not to call the offensive plays. It's not to call the defensive plays. There are guys who who do that exceedingly well, and they are head coaches at the same time. But your job is to be the head coach, right? To make those decisions, to be to set the tone, and all." All that, and I think Nick Sirianni is underrated as a head coach because so much attention gets paid to to play calling and things of that nature. Yeah. Okay. Uh, just sort of setting the stage for this week. What else is what, what's coming down the pike here, Zach? It's a wild, yeah, wild affair. So tonight is media night, opening night, however you want to frame it, and it is uh, it's a made-for-TV event. If we're being completely honest, so is Birds with Friends. <laughs> Uh, we're not technically on TV. That's what you think. We're on YouTube. But well, you can stream YouTube of, on your yeah, TV. Yeah, there's plenty of listeners who are, are streaming it to their TV. I hope so. Um, I, I think you would look good in HD. Right? You got that haircut? Yeah. This is. It's okay. It's not, as, it's not the worst haircut I've ever had. What's it's the worst haircut you've ever had? That Bielema one <laughs> from, a, from like last year. Oof. 
Um, <laughs> like, just ridiculous walking around. You, you you rag on me whenever I get my hair cut. I'm 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 complimenting you here. I didn't sell. I mean, it's fine. Yeah, no, it looks sharp. It's okay. I mean, don't I you needed, see? I oh, I needed a haircut, so don't you feel cleaner? Like, don't you feel? Yeah. Yeah. So why are you anti haircut? I, I never said I'm anti haircut. You're, I'm just I've never met someone who gets his haircut as much as you do. It's <laughs> that, like every other week. It's definitely I don't get it every other week. It's not true. Let's let's not spread propaganda here. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, in in. In all seriousness, tonight is a made-for-TV thing. It's, you know, you're going to ha- you have, what is it, 10 players on risers. Well, 10 people, including Sirianni. And, uh, Who do you want to talk to tonight? I mean, can I? You don't have to. I mean, I'll, I'll you, you don't want to give away secrets. Go ahead. I mean. I want to speak to Jeffrey Lurie. I want to okay. speak to different members of the organization who, who, who maybe we don't get a chance. You know, yeah, they're not people in the we don't get to talk to, yeah. Exactly. Like, I'll put it this way. I'm, I'm not going to be standing in front of Jalen Hurts. Uh, for better or like, like Jalen, I've, you know, I've, 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 I've spoken to him. I can speak to him later this week. Tonight's a chance to speak to some other people uh, in the organization who I typically don't get a chance to interact with uh, publicly or, or like Good on the story record. from Bruce Feldman uh, yep. on, on Jalen Hurts. It, it really is like content overload, I would imagine, for Eagles fans this week. I mean, how do you, how do you, how do you fit it all in? I mean, I know if it's not con- – this is, this is – uh, I think there's more content we can deliver. Um, I'm just saying, like, there's yeah. so much to read, so much you got, to listen to. You got some good stuff coming up. I'm excited for some of your pieces. I don't. I literally don't have anything on my mind to write beyond the Sirianni thing that's up tomorrow. I, th- I mean, I have things. What about on the schedule? I, I saw. Th- yeah, there's a round table coming. Like, uh, oh, there's uh, something. What else am I going to write? There's something know. on Thursday you're writing. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I have a hook for that. <laughs> the hook is that you're cov- is that you're here, right? Like that, that's the hook. Write a good piece. It's going to be better than anyone else's. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't know. Maybe we'll just do an interview with like Prince Tango Inogo and talk about. <laughs> that would be so. That would be so on brand. That would be so on on brand. And in the athletics coverage, we have an interview with Prince Tango Inogo. Yeah, I like why that. Not? I like that. Um, uh, one thing we do have to say, and another good job by uh, the host of the show, waiting until the very end of the show to bury this. But we do want to do. We want to do some kind of meetup on Saturday. Um, and if if there's a Birds with Friends listener who has some kind of like, you know. Phoenix or uh, Scottsdale kind of hookup to set things up where we should go, that would be helpful. Tempe, <laughs> that was a joke. Uh, no, Scottsdale's a, Scottsdale's a cool place. Yeah, we're going to be meeting at the uh, Arizona State Student Union. <laughs> uh, um, there's worse places. Just ogling with, alongside Zach. Excuse me, take that back. That's not at all what the reference is to. The reference is to the vibrancy of a college campus. Nothing, you that. You That's get that. A specific That's... vibrancy that you're looking for, but. I mean, we can save that for another day. We're going to do daily pods, okay, from this table here until Friday. Friday we'll be in our hotel rooms. Uh, and we'll have a chance to have some guests. And uh, we're going to have – can we mention some of the guests or no? I mean, you tell okay. me. I, uh, I defer to you. You bring it on Sirianni? What do you got? I, I would like to. Ed Kelsey? Uh, <laughs> um, no, in addition to uh, – to that, we have some great stories coming up. We'll, we'll have access with the players the next three days. Uh, Friday, things quiet down. Saturday is the quietest day of the week. And then uh, Sunday's game day. And, yeah, looking forward to it. All right. Do you like a Phoenix? I like a Phoenix. Yeah, I like a, I like a visit to a Phoenix. Okay. I don't know if I would want to live in a Phoenix. I had a real, real pain uh, getting my lift yesterday from the airport. Mm. First two lift drivers, both, uh, we could not find each other. And they both canceled on me. So I'm all just furious. It's been like 
45 minutes just waiting to leave the airport. Third guy finally comes. I'm like, all right, this guy finally saved me. Step in, get in, and the first thing he does is put on the Joe Rogan podcast. <laughs> and so I'm just, all right, here we go. And this is the best that, uh, that Phoenix has to offer me. But I mean, I'll take it. There's a lot of listeners. You can learn, right? You can learn from everybody. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> okay. I mean, I think you can learn from anything and everybody. Okay. Yeah. What do you learn from uh, Jordan Peterson? I got to tell you, I, uh, am I supposed to know who Jordan Peterson is? <laughs> Who's Jordan Peterson? All right. We'll say that. Is, is that a, is, am I culturally illiterate? It's better thing? that you don't know. Okay. It's good. Okay. Okay. Ask no. Ask me a legitimate one. What have you learned from Kevin Petullo? Well, I'm looking forward to actually speaking to Kevin this week, and I can tell you once I speak to Kevin, I'll come back and I'll tell you what I learned. When I spoke to him on the record last year, uh, I learned about his time coaching. I think his, you know, his child's uh, youth team. I learned um, how he would interact in, you know, how he would make certain decisions in game management. Uh, so that was when Nick Sirianni, that, I think that won an Osprey, didn't it, for uh, Storyline? Right. Yeah, yeah, he had one day and when he was the acting head coach. Um, but, yeah, no, if, look, if, if you're not learning from somebody or something, the problem's on you, not the person. What do you learn from Bill Cosby? From Bill Cosby? I mean, uh, I, I imagine if I watched or listened to Bill Cosby, there are probably things from – his delivery? I, I, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> that's such an odd question. Yeah. I don't know. What do you yeah. learn from Ron DeSantis, your boy? Oh, come on. Folks. <laughs> um, Fo, come on. That's not, that's not right. Uh, <laughs> anyways, I've worked me back in this seat next week. Oh, I'm sorry, tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, we're going to be joined tomorrow by uh, Zach's been doing the, the guest booking. We're going to have Sheriff Joe Arpeo <laughs> joining us. To preview the game. Um, and then we'll go from there. I believe Blake Masters is going to be joining us but, later in the but, week. Uh, <laughs> so I don't know what you're Thank doing. Thank you for doing your work on, uh, on the production side uh, for the podcast, Zach. All right. That'll do it for this episode of Birds, <laughs> Birds with Friends. Ken, I'm sorry. I'm sorry you're in that seat right now. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow. Superb Owl Week rolls on from Radio Crow. Uh, check out The Athletic tomorrow. Lots of stuff entering your feed. For Zach and Lindsay and Elliot and Marissa and Kent and Elijah, I'm Bo. We thank you for listening and thank you for watching. And as always, we love you.